You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. Hello, good afternoon, everybody. To all the listeners, this is Gangadhar, your host. Today, we are very, very fortunate in Mayapur. We are having Antar Di Prabhu, who is from Ireland, born on 27 7, 1952. He studied as a mechanical engineer and he came to Mayapur in 1975. Then I know he came again with his Mino Minor in 1979 and with the guitar. And we met in 1979 and, or 80, and then when we were traveling together in Sankirtan for a few years, I should say. We were Brahmachari, we went from Nepal, Bangladesh, we traveled all over India. And we are very, very happy to have you with us today, Antar Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Uh, thank you very much, Ganga, for uh, having me on your program and uh, wanting to hear all my rubbish. Right. <laughs> it's a great pleasure to see you after a long time and uh, I'm very happy because you are also one who supervises the whole activity on Mayapur TV and uh, people will see worldwide every day we see Mongolarti if we are here near or far away in the television you have a bunch of camera people walking around and fixed camera and we see Jagannath and we see Gornitai and we see Bajan Kutir and it's a beautiful darshan of Radha Madhava. Thank you so much for giving such a great opportunity to everybody to associate with the Lord, Anthony Prabhu. That's great. Thank you very much, Ganga. We've got a great team here in Mayapur and around the world broadcasting different temples. Nice. So very nice to work that's with. That's true. That's true. And you have also our Radio uh, radio Mayapur link <laughs> into your Especially radio <laughs> into Mayapur. your website. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your. Previous life, I mean, not previous life, let's say, okay, when you were a kid, you were born in a family in, in Ireland, uh, your father, mother, brother, sister, your background a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, well, I actually had a father and a mother, and uh, I was very grateful for that. That, uh, that really uh, helped. And uh, they were uh, uh, brought up as a uh, Protestant in Catholic Ireland. Okay. So... Uh, I think uh, it, Italy is mainly uh, strongly Catholic. Yeah? Catholic, and yes. The Pope's Catholic. also Catholic. Yeah. That's it's, yeah. true. What's but, the difference between Catholic and, uh, you'd say... Uh, uh, Protestants. And Protestants. Well, Protestants, uh, Catholics go to hell and Pro- Protestants... <laughs> they don't. <laughs> and Protestants go to heaven. It's a very simple distinction. Oh, that's fantastic. I didn't know that. If I knew that before, I would have joined them. <laughs> You've learned something. Okay. <laughs> Okay, fantastic. Okay, so but you have a brother, sisters, uh, elder, uh, yeah. younger than you. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a I've got a big sister who is uh, a very uh, wonderful person. You should really have her on the uh, on the podcast instead of me. I think she came to Mayapur. She uh, did, yeah. yeah. She came to Mayapur with a well, long time uh, ago. Husband. Uh, must have been about um, must have been about seven years ago or something yes, like that. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Nice. That's right. Yeah, they, they they met you. Did they meet your brother when he came? Uh yes. I think, I think my Ricardo, my time. brother, was there. Well, yeah. Was yeah with his wife and kid. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Yeah. So then, uh, okay, you came in India in 1975. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you come? By flight, by road, by bus, magic bus? I don't remember how no. you. No, I came across uh, by um, train and bus. Okay. And at that time, you could go from. Uh, uh, London all the way to um, uh, India, across Pakistan, and 
Iran, Afghanistan, and Afghanistan, and uh, Pakistan, and then India, and then India. It was, uh, so but it was, it just was a bus, is an organized tour. No, the first thing was you. In those days, they had this thing called the magic bus. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> the magic bus was fantastic. Okay, and it was very cheap. It was hundred and forty pounds. Just, they take you all the way to India yeah. and they give you food also. That's right. Like Everybody that. had their Herman Hesse glass glass bead game with them in their backpacks, <laughs> and uh, you get a bus in uh, Victoria in London and go all the way to. Um, uh, Constantinople, which is now called Istanbul. Istanbul, yeah. You go to Istanbul, and then you go to the pudding shop and uh, get something to eat. And then I continued from there across the uh, Bosphorus to. Uh, uh, I was actually on my way to uh, Tibet. Oh, I see. So, how you were interested? Uh, did you read any Herman S., I don't know some books which it guided you towards India and toward Tibet? Let's say, what your interest? What was your interest? Well, at that time there was a, 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 quite a lot of authors around. At the time, it was the it was the um, uh, it wasn't the late sixties. It was sort of like the uh, nearly late seventies. But there's still a lot of uh, books around. You had Lopsang Rampa, who was pretty uh, pretty well convinced it was a made-up story. Then you had Carlos Castaneda. Castaneda, yeah, yeah, Castaneda, yeah, read, yeah. yeah. He, his books were amazing, uh, and they sort of dealt with uh, American. Indian shamanism. Yes. And uh, even if they weren't true, if only an element in them was true, it sort of indicated something beyond our, our normal experience. So that was sort of very interesting to myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, then he, uh, so I'd read those books. But one of the books that, uh, in those books, you couldn't really find out anything about the author or, or the authenticity of the story. But there was one book called uh, Seven Years in Tibet by Heinrich yes. Hauder. Yes. And I don't, have you heard it? There's a film made of it. Yeah, yeah, with, there's a film made, yes. Yeah, with Brad Pitt. Correct, I, I saw it. And then the film got very bad press because the character he played was actually a Nazi who's captured as prisoner of war. Uh, his answer to it was, hey, listen, I put on face paint for a living. So why are you, <laughs> why are you criticizing me politically? <laughs> really good. So uh, that, uh, that book seemed to be, uh, that book was definitely authentic. It was about the Dalai Lama. Yes. And it was about the this German who escaped over the uh, Himalayas from his prison in India to uh, Tibet and became the Dalai Lama's tutor. And even to this day, I think, if, uh, he still goes and visits right. uh, the Dalai Lama and Dharamshala. They're very good friends. And he tells stories. He tells some, just in the whole story of seven years in Tibet, it was about the history of his uh, his time with the Dalai Lama in Lhasa. And uh, just one or two mentions in it uh, ex were things that he could not explain. But because he was like a sort of very practical German, that wasn't the sort of the, the thrust of the whole book. Right. Uh, and those stories were because he couldn't explain them and he wasn't making money out of them and he wasn't making, selling his book on the strength of them. They just sort of had a, a ring of truth about him. So I just thought, well, maybe in Tibet I'll find something... Uh, I find something authentically spiritual. So that motivate you. That motivate you to come to Tibet. Finally, yeah. And did you did you went to Tibet at the time? Uh, no, I got as far as the uh, uh, Everest base camp, okay. and then uh, the mountain range was too wide. And also, I think the Chinese had the Chinese gone in at that time. Yeah, that they was, took over. What year was Tibet that? Yeah, at the time there was a kind of revolution, and uh, they all ran away. 
Tibetan mm. people that came to India, that seek asylum. Do you know what date that was? I think it was 75 or 76. It might have been around that. Yeah, yeah it might have been just that. Because I went to Dharamshala in 79 and all the yeah. Tibetan people and the Dalai Lama made his base there in Dharamshala yeah. in Himachal Pradesh. So there were a lot of Tibetan people who ran away from Tibet at that time. So I was... Uh, so I, I was on my way there. I got, I say, I got got into Nepal and then uh, went up to base camp. And then I decided uh, I, I'm just from Ireland, you know. I'm not a mountaineer, <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I thought, well, you know, I mean, I'm just a small guy. I've tried to look for God. He's, he, I got to give give up on this one. If he wants me, he's going to have to come after me. <laughs> so you went back to Ireland? No, no, I went to. Uh, I thought, well, I like. God's going to come after me. Then I thought, well, wait a minute. Why don't I go to uh, Africa? Maybe they've got some some <laughs> spiritual stuff going over there. Some like shaman. <laughs> voodoo or something. <laughs> so uh, I, I went to Bombay to sort of wonder if I could get a, a boat across and make my way back to uh, Europe Africa. by through Africa. Okay. But uh, the fares, they, they were very expensive. So uh, then I was in the, uh, then I, I was in the Bombay railway station. And uh, I was, uh, I sort of think, well, this is just a bit of a waste of time. Maybe I should just go back and uh, become a, a waiter or something and just uh, take a, a, some humble position somewhere and uh, uh, just wait for uh, something to happen. And uh, so I, I was, uh, opposite me was sitting a, uh, in, in the station was a Hare Krishna devotee called Satyan Ryan. Oh, Satyan Ryan. Yeah. yeah. So he was there and uh, I thought, Oh boy, I've seen these guys before, but you you don't have to. I mean, I'd got my nice books where people are doing mystic yoga and things like that, and so you don't have to dress up like that for. Uh, you mean he was in saffron cloth? Oh, with shaved head. You like yeah, shaved head? Yeah, the, the, everything there. I think that that's a bit of a. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's not what I was sort. Of, that's not what I was looking for. But he invited me to Mayapur and uh, said. Uh, what do you do for a living? And I said, oh, I'm an engineer. And he said, an engineer? Well, that's just what we need in Mayapur. Since then, I've heard him say to people, what do you do? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I design furniture. Oh, you design furniture. That's, that's what, what we need in Mayapur. <laughs> that was the mantra that I had to capture so, everybody. It, it sort of worked every time. And uh, so I went to, uh, after that, I said, I, I had this picture of Mayapur of waterfalls and cascading mountains <laughs> and all this stuff. And I thought, well, wait a minute, if I go there and I'm an engineer, uh, these people are going to snap me up. I'm going to be able to live free for and extend my holiday for a, a, another few months at their expense. So I thought, yeah, I, th I think I'll give it a try. So I, I uh, got on the next train to uh, Calcutta and uh, made my way to... Uh, I had the address of Calcutta Albert Road. And, GC Albert Road. Uh, yeah, I went there. And so I, I, I went there without any expectations. And uh, I went to 3C Albert Road and uh, uh, Jai Swami was there. And I took a trip with him and Shravanananda and uh, Karmajuk, who's, uh, who was the medical doctor in Mayapur. So we went back in a jeep on the way. And... Um, uh, you said only say positive things, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I won't tell you the Jeep story. <laughs> okay, well, he can edit them out at the end. 
Sure, you can tell so, some story. I got, I got in, I got in, you know, I'm on my search for spiritual life. And uh, so I, got, I, come to, I come to Calcutta. We're going to the spiritual land of Mayapur that I'd been told about. And in the jeep on the way there. And when we got near the, when we got, we we're going through the village area, the uh, two people in back, <laughs> they, they would, uh, if there were any dogs around, they'd suddenly swing the doors open and <laughs> the back door would be going through <laughs> That was thing that was that was definitely Shravananda. Bhavabhuti must have been there. Bhavabhuti, yeah, he was there. And then I would be sort of really horrified, and uh, uh, I think His Holiness Jampatakumar said it's it's okay. They've never hit a dog yet, so uh, they go there. <laughs> he was positive. Listen, one thing I want to ask you: at that time, you didn't need a visa as a as a people from England or Ireland because the India was a commonwealth or something like that? Or you need a visa for coming to India? I can't remember where I needed a, a visa for. I don't think I needed one for India at that no, time. No, not for India, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I remember Johnny asked Pankajongi they didn't need a visa because they were from England so they could stay as long as they want That's right, yeah. because they were part of the mm -hmm. Queen's <laughs> yeah. uh, King's <laughs> yeah. whatever. Okay. Even now you're very welcome. People are very welcome in India. They're not thinking, oh, you're the, you're our oppressors. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know what's going on in their mind when they see no. you. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, they're, they're okay. They're okay. Yeah. They're tolerating. They tolerate yeah. everybody. Yeah. They tolerate. They're very tolerant. Indian people are very tolerant. Mm. Also because I think different culture amongst themselves, yeah. different languages, different, uh, you know, different food, different dress, different everything. So yeah. they are able to tolerate. Our prime minister is in India. Yes, our prime minister is in India. <laughs> in England, yeah, yeah, you're right, correct. Yeah, second best prime minister in the world. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Mr. Listen, Modi's then, here. <laughs> yeah, Modi's here. Then you came back, so you, then you went back, when you went back, 75 you came and then how long you stay? I, I was, I, I actually, uh, when, while I was here, I, uh, I, I met the uh, founder of, of Iskand Siddha Prabhupada. He, he, well, yeah, I didn't, I, I didn't expect it, but I, I was here and then the Mayapur festival came and that was the year, uh, I think Gargamuni's buses came. Yeah, the four, uh, yeah. four white Mercedes-Benz bus. Yeah. I was driving one of them. No, that was probably Vishnu Swami's buses we were driving. It was Gargamunis were held up by the uh, impounded. Two were held. Two were held. Impound and two that were remaining. Okay. Us. So, yeah, there wasn't, because I used to take them out with the Carnet de Passage okay. in Nepal or Bangladesh every six months. I remember. All right, yeah. There were Mercedes bands. But two were impounded and two that remained with us. Okay. Yeah, I remember going to the, uh, see the impounded ones when they're trying to get them released. <laughs> So that was uh, so. Srila Prabhupada was there uh, at that uh, at that time, and uh, the I couldn't really understand any of the books. The only one book I could understand was uh, "Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers." Yes. I couldn't make head or tail of the Bhagavad Gita. Right, it's difficult. But what was your impression of the founder Acharya Srila Prabhupada at the time when you saw him? I mean, many people there are different oh. type of impression. What was your feeling? Um, what was your uh, he, uh, uh, I tried to remember something. Uh, uh, he was definitely, uh, I can't say anything really. Um, one time I was, uh, I was in class not paying attention 
I started scratching myself and he was giving a class. Uh, and then I heard this huge loud voice in my ear saying, you are not a piece of skin. <laughs> and, uh, which, is, which is really what all that I'd understood. You're not your body. Okay, I could understand this. He says, you're not a piece of skin. I just looked up and uh, that was, uh, was it. And, uh, Who was that? Uh, that was, Who was it? I, it, I think it was Srila it, it, it Prabhupada. I thought he'd said it from the Vyasasana on the microphone, oh my God. but he hadn't. He was talking about something different. And uh, then uh, he was, uh, he was, the thing about it was he, uh, well, anyway, uh, another memory I had was uh, uh, going to his room for darshan a lot of the time. And nobody, uh, at that time, nobody was turning up. So, uh, it was just me, and I didn't have any questions to ask. So I, I, I'd just been told by Satchin Ryan to go there. That's a gentleman I'd met at the thing. To just go there every night. I must go there every night. So I went. And then there was nobody there. So he sort of, he, he actually <laughs> he cancelled the, <laughs> the evening darshans. So uh, he just looked at me very nicely, you know. Nobody's here. It's all right. <laughs> and then he went out. He was very, very careful to make sure he hadn't hurt my feelings, uh, that he was walking out on me. And he just smiled at me very nicely, which was which was okay. Yes. And uh, another time, I remember uh, 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 there were a lot of people there, and uh, they were all taking. Uh, he, uh, when you went out, everybody got some sweet, you know. Yes. And I remember there was there was Jagaman, sort of uh, a young Gurukul boy there, Jagaman, and he sort of took two sweets, <laughs> and uh, Prabhat smiled. So I thought. Oh, well, I'll go out. I'd like to take two sweets too. And so I took two sweets and he frowned so it didn't work. Just like, what are you doing? Sort of. <laughs> that was nice. Uh, and uh, so it was... Uh, but he was giving a class in English. And how many of the audio were there yeah. in 1975? Only few, 30, 20? No, no. Lo there, were, there were loads. The place was... Uh, oh, because it was a festival. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a festival, and uh, before the festival there were just a, a handful of people, but the the festival came there there were a lot. I don't remember too much about the festival; it would, it would have been very busy. And uh, then uh, I read the books, but I sort of I sort of made up my mind during it that um, I'm I, I I did say that if God wanted to find me, I, I give up, he's going to have to find me. And then I thought, well, actually, I did want to find somebody. I mean, it's, it wasn't just Jesus and that's it. I, I wanted to find somebody who's, uh, who, who actually has got some uh, uh, spiritual uh, uh, whatever it is. So I decided that uh, I'm just uh, from Ireland. It's a person of no consequence from a country of not much more consequence. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm sort of lucky to have got here into the big game and I'm, I'm sort of, this is good enough for me. And uh, who knows what else there is. Uh, it's, uh, this is just, it's just okay for me. And uh, the, uh, with, I could, I could understand that something, something big was going on because you could actually see around Srila Prabhupada, very intelligent people, very uh, dedicated people. And uh, really, really from his uh, disciples and followers, you could actually, who were brainy, you could actually see that the, they, they found the substance there. And indeed, uh, by reading the books, uh, it was quite easy actually to find the substance after a little while. And uh, <clears throat> so there are many things played a, played a part. And of course, being, uh, being a Protestant, we, uh, 
uh, one of the commandments is, you shall have no graven image or any likeness on the heaven or earth or the waters under the earth like that. Do you know that one? No, no you're a Catholic because you yeah, worship graven yeah, images, you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we <laughs> Protestants, we learn the Ten Commandments. And <laughs> like, like God says. So that was a very difficult one for me. And because, uh, so I, I, um, I, I sort of would never bow down to the deity when I go to the temple. Right. Uh, I just walk in, walk off, you know. Oh, I see. And uh, so because, uh, uh, so what happened was one, one day I, I saw that I, I was thinking, wait a minute, I mean, uh, what sort of person is God that he's got deity worship in India and all, making all the people go to hell? You know, it's not very fair. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, then I could see that, you know, you go on a Sunday, all the simple village people dancing in with their children, with their Sunday best clothes on, going to the temple like you're going to church, and coming out the other side, all in their Sunday clothes, dancing and happy like they've just been to church. <laughs> and, and like no damnation has happened to them in between for bowing down to the deities. And I just thought, one day I just thought, well, maybe it's just a different culture. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, uh, I, was able to, I was able to accept. That was a difficult bit for, for me to accept. But see, for us Catholic, we are all worshiping some image, Mother Mary, yeah. Jesus, and then we have the saint, and then we have this one and that one, yeah, you just, and the temple, and we do the puja and the offerings. You just make <laughs> so it all up as you go along, yeah. I know. <laughs> it was quite it's natural for us to worship yes. some form, or yeah. Jesus in the cross, or whatever, you know. But the, we have yeah. so many images and saints, saint, is, um, uh, so and Mary is very important in the Catholic Mary Church too, which is like yeah. uh, uh, the, the feminine uh, counterpart, yes. which comes from has to come from somewhere. So, but then you decide to go back to Ireland at one point. No, no. Th th after that, I. Uh, but you bow down one time to the Lord. Or? Oh no! I, yeah, before I left, I'd sort of accept. Okay, I shouldn't be such a, a pighead and. Uh, there's different cultures in the world with different ways of doing things. And uh, uh, Jesus did say, many shall come after me, by their fruit you shall know them. So they're dancing into the temple, dancing out, vegetarian, family, very family conscious, hardworking, conscientious, honest. That's the fruit. So what's the harm? And uh, so, so that was one. So that was very helpful to know that uh, having that uh, quote there. So then when you decided to go back to... I, already, I was already on my way back from Bombay. I was just extending my holiday with what money I've got. Right, right. So I just made sure I had... Um, but you went back by road or you took a flight? No, I went back uh, by road because I didn't have money for the flight. Right, right. And I think when I got to, uh, when I got to uh, Italy, I didn't have enough money for my... Um, Going to... Going there. So I sold a tent. I was lucky. I, I just... It was like a charmed life. I, I was just very lucky. I got the money for the tent to take me back to London. Uh -huh, then nice. I got back to London. I had no money to go anywhere else. <laughs> so there was the... Uh, what was that? There was this Christian, Children of God. Children of God, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, Children yeah, of God yeah. were in the subway. And I, they were asking for money. And I said to them, Hey, listen, do you mind giving me some money? Because I don't have anything left. And they did give you... He did. He gave me money. It was amazing. amazing. Yeah. So I got enough money to get up to uh, where I could get uh, a job and stuff like that. It's funny uh, because I met the children God in Delhi. I had no money. I had to go out to Pakistan to get my yeah. visa. And the guy said, oh, come with me. You know, uh, we are children of God everywhere in the world. So he took me along and we went to Pakistan. We got the visa and we come back to India. 
They were very nice, very they sweet. Very, they, and they had a big congregation everywhere. You know, everywhere we went, stay in the house and they cook for us and yeah. everything was nice. <laughs> the wonderful children of God. Yeah. So, but then what makes you come back in 1979? Oh, because... You came yeah. back with that mini minor. You have to tell us that story. How you came back with the mini minor and guitar? What makes you come back? Number one, what makes you... Think that I should go back to India. This is important for me to understand. Oh, because when I saw Sri Prabhupada there, I made up my mind. Yeah. And I said, I'll join ISKCON either when Sri Prabhupada finishes the Srimad Bhagavatam or he leaves his body. Okay. So I thought I'd join, join at that time. Okay. So uh, as it was, he left his body. 77. he left, left yes. his body. And then I'd made up my mind. So, so I was working in my dad's business. And uh, what business was doing? He's a uh, he was a wholesale uh, uh, electrical car parts and uh, repairs, diesel and electric repairs. I, I was managing his business in Galway. Nice and uh, very nice staff there. Probably not alive anymore, <laughs> older than me. <laughs> of course. Uh, so I, I worked in Galway for uh, uh, those two years, and. Uh, The funny thing was, just when I arrived, I just arrived, while I was there, I did help people out. I helped the library party when they came. I introduced them to the librarian in uh, Galway, so they were able to sell complete sets there. Nice. And uh, I was always sending money to Mayapur, uh, to Jai Pataka Swami, for... It was for ghee, but actually they, they, they spent it on, they didn't have enough rice, just so they spent it on rice yeah. anyway. So, And uh, then uh, there are a few other things I did. But then when I got the notice that Shilaprabha left his body, I sort of uh, let my dad know I was, I was off. And uh, so then I went and uh, got... Your dad got upset that you were... He was, yeah, he a little bit upset. He, he accepted it, but he, 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 was, he always hoped that I'd uh, stay there. Yeah. Nice man. It's a natural for a father, father's love. He was good. He was very, very good. And one time when I was, after I came back from Mayapur, uh, after about uh, seven, seven or eight years later, after I came back from Mayapur, uh, he said, uh, uh, I, I sort of wasn't chanting quite all my rounds. I usually chant, have to chant 16 rounds a day when we take initiation. And he said to me, aren't you chanting your rounds? He said, <laughs> Your father. <laughs> and I said, uh, 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 he said, if you make a promise, you've got to keep it. That's correct. So uh, what a good, uh, what a good uh, standard to have. Yeah. You good. Couldn't ask for better. So then what, how you purchase a mini minor and then with a guitar you came all the way again? <laughs> well, well <laughs> that's that like all trick. my earthly possessions. I came with a typewriter as well. Oh my God. And a, uh, a very fancy uh, electronic calculator. That could be programmed. <laughs> and uh, so I, I uh, so instead of coming back by Magic Bus and those ones, this time I decided, okay, I, uh, I, uh, actually the funny thing is when Prabhupada died, one of my staff knew this and he actually cut the obituary out of the paper and stuck it on a, on a card and let me have, not that he wanted me to go, but he, he was just letting me know what happened in a oh, respectful way. Amazing. And uh, so I got, so I, I got, that was, uh, I was rather touching from, from the staff like that. And uh, so then I went, uh, I then decided to go across, I decided to bring a car and, and a few other bits and pieces with me, because I thought the car would be useful. And uh, the, uh, so I drove, uh, drove it across and... Uh, you were alone or you were somewhere? Uh, it was on my own, yeah. Okay. It, it, was, it, was, it was nice. 
on drive. What happened the first time? No, that's right. Yeah, I was, I was on my own, then went across uh, Afghanistan and the desert, Khyber Pass. was exciting. And then... Uh, but you had the Carnet de Passage also at that time? Yes, I did, yes, yeah. Yes, you had to have I had the Carnet de Passage. De passage which is a French word for, it's like a passport for the car. You have to deposit money in the bank, the value of the money. So yes. you cannot sell your car, so, yeah. double the amount to any other country, correct? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So the yeah, carnies were, were, were a thing. So I, I, then I, I went, uh, I drove the car all the way to uh, Calcutta. And just before Mayapur, I, I, was, uh, I was on this sort of stretch of road. And uh, there was a small road, but there was a big truck coming towards me. And I was on the other, I was going towards it. There was only one lane. So uh, I thought, well, I mean, one of us has got to stay on the road. So why not me? Why, why should the truck have the road? So... Uh, and uh, so I, we got closer and closer. In the end, I swerved off the road. It was lucky because he never... He, he never, never changed. Change. Yeah, he didn't and there's care. a tiny little car coming towards him. He'll be thinking, what's this guy thinking? It's and the law of the jungle it's here. It's the jungle there. So I, I just scraped the side of the car there and it went off. My, my, um, my clutch had gone. So, uh, uh, because all the bumps in the road and the and the the, bo- the, the bollards to slow you down, so it had gone. So uh, I actually got that uh, welded in uh, in Calcutta because you can't weld aluminium. No, but in Calcutta, in Calcutta they can. you can. Yes, yes, it's the only place in the world you can weld aluminium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very good. You knew that. Now they have a place in Krishnagar as well. Okay, <laughs> they, they weld the radiator. I found one. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Okay, that. They do heart transplants as well, I think, yeah. They can do anything. They can do anything. Here, you know? they, they could repair anything. I remember they can that. repair anything. Yeah. Anything. And you'd be amazed because you go to the shop and meet some small kids, 14 years old, you say, yeah, yeah, we can fix it. Yeah. You know? And it's That's amazing right, yeah. they do it. Yeah. Amazing. So then you came and you reached Mayapur and then you stay here for how long? I, was, I had a five-year visa, so I stayed for five years. Right. And what happened to the car? The car, uh, I drove it to, uh, it went up to Nepal for a while, and then I drove it back from, no, I went to Bangladesh, went to Dhaka. Dhaka. And I was driving it, and I drove it around in Dhaka, and then they were, they were using it there. I thought somebody must have a use for it. And then I, I brought, it, uh, brought it back, but nobody, I couldn't find anyone to get a use for it. So I drove in between the uh, uh, Indian and the Bangladesh customs, and... Uh, just abandoned it and went through on foot the other side. So I just parked it by somebody's house and left the keys <laughs> and in. And you and left just it there. Walked off. <laughs> so basically, you lost the money or the value of the car in in your country because, is it? Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Because if you don't, if you didn't bring back these documents, they won't give you back the money from the bank. I guess no. It, it wasn't that much. The car need is no, not the full value of the car. It was just a some uh, money. Some yeah, some money. It was like a passport. So okay. nobody wanted to pay up for that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so it was a nice car. And I remember my brother had a car in 1975. He used to drive it like a go kart yeah. <laughs> because it's so small. You know, yeah. it was powerful engine. It's a Woolsey Hornet. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, it's a vintage. I saw a few of this car around yeah. in in Italy and in England as well. Yeah. Okay, my one. Another question I want to ask you is at what point you decide to join full-time, you know? That was when I got the letter of Srila Prabhupada. Oh. Uh, see, I'd already decided either Prabhupada leaves or he finishes the Bhagavatam because I knew if I didn't have a particular cut-off point, 
then I wouldn't do it. So when you can't say when I'm ready because I'll never be ready. <laughs> so, uh, so I said then, and sort of came to try to do some uh, service. Service, yeah. And then, as I say, I was uh, with you. I was driving a. Yeah, we were traveling all around. over. And we yeah. had a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, we had a lot of arguments sometimes. Oh, German, yeah. <laughs> Few. <laughs> That's because right. you are a very strong uh, personality, mm. and I have a strong personality too. So yeah. sometimes we had a different yeah. argument. You're, you're, yes. I, uh, you took on a whole group of uh, Bihar. Um, uh, in Bihar, we were in Bihar. You took on a whole group of farmers there. I remember yes. <laughs> they, they were just throwing pebbles at this, at your windscreen when you're driving past. Oh yes, and, and that got you upset enough to stop your car. Absolutely, get out from your car and yep, go and talk to them and say, uh, talk to twenty of them standing around there with uh, all our vegetarian brahmacharis in the back of the van. Say, listen, why are you throwing stones at the car? And then one of them. You weren't really angry until one of them picked your glasses off your nose and threw it on the floor. Yes. And then what happened? Now I took a stone, I broke it on the top of his head. I'm sorry, and but that's the truth. And, and then, then the other guy that cooled off and said, okay, leave him alone, go, go. <laughs> Don't fight. But the guy broke the windshield, you know. Well, he did bring, break yeah, the windshield. Yeah, he broke the windshield, okay. you know. Right. So what's nasty thing to do against Krishna's boss, you know, was protecting I didn't know he'd broken anything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I remember one thing, we were uh, going uh, together driving and we were walking uh, near the near Kathmandu before there was a pass, you had to go through the mountain, there was not a road like now you can mm -hmm. go. And we saw one dead body going by and you told me, Ganga, Ganga, you know, you had to look at the sun if you see a dead body so that your conscience become purified and I learned, I said, wow, this is good. Is a good uh, is a good uh, scientific way of purifying, because he said when you see a dead body, either you have to take bath in the Ganga, or you have to chant the only name, or you can see the sun and the ray of the rays of the sun enter your eyes and purify your your heart and your conscience. Isn't that funny? I still remember the dead boy. Yeah, he was all black, wasn't he? Black. Yeah. His face had gone black with the bruising. Yeah, that's why I still remember him. I, I didn't look at the sun for long enough. That's but we had many, many adventures together. And it was, you know, one thing I should say that I, I always love adventure, always. I was always an adventure man. And uh, when I joined the Sankirtan, you know, and I thought, well, this is amazing because we go and visit different places, different countries. We're driving to beautiful landscape, mm -hmm. Himalaya, and we went to Pokhara. We went to everywhere. And wherever we went, we had always some contact, and we had this nice kirtan, nice bhajan, nice prashadam, and we had a good time, actually. So I was very fully satisfied to be with these people who are like my brother now, and we're sharing everything. Of course, it was very austere, you could say, but it was very nice. Yeah. Many good memory. <clears throat> uh, you know, Vishaka Mataji, who's the, um, now she's president of Bhaktivedanta Manor yes. in London, uh, she was in the early, very early days, like like 10 years before we were around, uh, she was staying in Mayapur. And in Mayapur, they, they didn't have any luxury at all in those days. They were they had just tube very wells simple, where you pump yes. up the water and those things. And somebody said to her, don't you think, wasn't it very hard in those days? You didn't get proper food. Yeah. You'd get sick. You would go yeah. water. And she said, uh, those were the best days. They were an adventure. Absolutely. And... Uh, she really would, uh, she'd definitely do it all again. And that was coming from um, 
a classy lady having yes. to put up with all those things. Uh, it was all great, part of the whole pleasure. Actually, I did a podcast when I was uh, a month ago in uh, in the manor, mm -hmm. and I did a podcast with her. It's uh, recorded, so if people want to hear, oh. she is the president of of the manor, and I did a podcast with her and with Yadubar as well, her husband. Yeah, they told the story how they came to India just to do a filming of some village of India, and then you know it was amazing, and then uh, they met Prabhupada, they did some photograph. And uh, was, yeah, yeah. it was very people. nice, very Absolutely nice, classy disciples altogether. Amazing, yeah, amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing people. So then, uh, okay, I want to ask you also about uh, how the Mayapur TV work. Yeah, I know that you have a new studio and you have made another studio as well in two different floors of the uh, what is it called? Ishudian. Which is a very nice building. And how many staff you have uh, now at the moment? More well, we're so we're sort of we we've had a sort of a hemorrhage of staff, so we're down to about <laughs> about seven or eight. Okay, uh, no problem. You're doing a great job by having only so a few people, I should say. Uh, and uh, yeah, seven or eight. So how does it work? Staff. How does it work? I know it goes on the internet, and it goes and. Well, you have a new studio. You do also podcast, or you do talking to Mikey. Yeah, I know you do podcast. I mean, you do interview. Okay, and I, I can uh, tell you how it started. Yeah, please tell us. Okay, so it started. My body started because uh, uh, it started off as a magazine. Oh yes, I remember my magazine. It was no, it's a version of connection in the UK. Okay. So uh, after Srila Prabhupada left, there was sort of uh, quite a lot of uh, uh, well, like, uh, quite a lot of uh, people not knowing what direction to take right. and trying out different things and uh, upsetting other people. That happened. It's normally what happens anyway. And and uh, <laughs> your mic has is uh, got a life no, of its own. Losing it. It's okay. <laughs> There's no problem. So, uh, so at that time, uh, devotees were sort of a little bit, sort of, uh, lost. a little bit lost, and there was yes. sort of uh, the. Uh, so, in order to bring them together, we brought out a, a magazine called Vaishnava Connection, right, which allowed anybody to come and write a decent article. It wasn't a, a critical thing at all, right. So, uh, and trying to keep ISKCON sort of a little bit, a bit more together. So, so we had that. It was. Uh, And we, we had a few uh, uh, people would sponsor, 10 or 11 sponsors, and we could go and print it out and post it out to people. And it was done, uh, what was the name? I can't remember the software we used to use, PageMaker. PageMaker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody uses PageMaker anymore. No. No, it's, it's gone. It's but, redundant. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we used to use PageMaker in those days, and that must have been about in the, uh, must have been in the 90s, I think. Yes. Or, or late 80s. And... Uh, Would have been late 80s. So then we did. So the Vaishnava connection went out uh, as a means to bring devotees together, and uh, then the internet came along, and uh, w uh, people were using the internet more. So to uh, get devotees uh, encouraged to go and do a morning program, we started uh, uh, opened uh, chat rooms, so devotees could come to a chat room and. Uh, they would be able to chant the japa at home, but they'd see everybody else's name come up. So I'm chanting now. What are you doing? Oh, I'm chanting too. Loch <laughs> <laughs> and Das Takur Das from Brighton would be on there and uh, different people would, would yeah, come up. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, so we would have this day to encourage people to do a morning program nice. and give them an association because everybody moved, uh, a lot of people moved out of the temple yeah. and it gives you a side like morning association. You're not just all on your own. You've got uh, right. uh, different people from uh, different places coming on in the morning. So th that sort of developed and eventually when video came along, then people were doing video chats. So then you could go and see people in the video and then you put the video on so you could check I look, I really am chanting, look. <laughs> so not just, not just my name not there. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. So you see video chats. And then uh, we went to, uh, uh, it was Bhaktivedanta Manor, and we said, uh, hey, can we put Bhaktivedanta Manor or a few cameras in there? And they thought about it, and uh, they, they gave it to the committee, and they gave it to the subcommittee, and then... It went back to the committee and they said, we don't think so, not just yet. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and uh, uh, don't forget, I did the Vaishnava Connection, which was a bit controversial for some people, oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it did bring people together. And of course, as soon as the internet came out, where everybody could blab any old thing they like, then they sort of thought, oh, Vaishnava Connection, let's bring it's it back. Good. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's not so bad. <laughs> so... Uh, uh, so we we had the, the then I sort of think oh I'll, I'll, let me try Soho Street so I went to Soho Street and uh, Mad Duty was there and then I, I gave a pitch to the committee there and then Mad Duty says mm, he's got this American drawl I can't sort of imitate he's now sannyasi he took sannyas from uh, he was Prabhupada disciple then took sannyas from Radhanath Swami so now he's uh, now he's you know, he's Maharaj and he said he sort of drawled out he said. Oh, why don't you go to the manor? And uh, <laughs> you I told then, him I already went. <laughs> then, so, then I said, "Are oh, we already tried?" And they said, "No." And then he said, "Yes." That was funny. Yeah. So they were the first temple to um, go me. online. And I, Vince, uh, we had this. Vince came and uh, chose the equipment. Uh, Vince from Les from uh, Borum Woodies, in now I think. And uh, he came and did the physical setup with cameras and all those things. And uh, we connect, then we uh, got them on a broadcast and Pushkaraj did the programming. And there wouldn't be Mayapur TV because I, without Pushkaraj. He actually, um, uh, we were trying to get things set up and Pushkaraj was staying in Coventry, uh, no, in, in an unnamed temple. And he was staying in an unnamed temple near Leicester, and he fell out with the president. <laughs> so, uh, so because of that, he came to Leicester. Oh. And because he was in Leicester, I was able to make contact with him, and he is a, like a, a, a world-class programmer, amazing. Yeah. So he was able to handle the programming for Mayapur TV. So then we were able to get started with that, and, and So Street came on. And, and all the people, they would come on to So Street for their... Uh, chanting in the morning and things like that. They'd get the morning program and see the deities. But it did change it from being centered around the people living outside to being centered around the temple, uh, which was okay, but it was a change. And so we went from the newsletter to bring people together to a chat room to a video calling to a broadcast from Soho Street. And then uh, from there we went to, um, I got some money so we was able to uh, think of maybe starting something in Mayapur. So we got permission, Bhaktipur Sotam Swami organized uh, us uh, to come to Mayapur. Gopijana Vallabha Prabhu in Mayapur, who runs Mayapur Tourism, a very uh, Mayapur Tourism, he actually had a camera in the temple already, and it was working. 
Yeah, and he sort of was very helpful that, uh, getting us in there and, and set up and we made a, a, a special room and everything, broadcasting room, and got the equipment started. So we were able to start, uh, we started like that. And then uh, it was, that, then we were able to get other temples around the world on as well. How many temples you have online now? Uh, there's there's uh, there's about 20, uh, 20 regularly coming on and off at different times. We can we should be developing it because we can put there's some people going on um, YouTube but not going on Mayapur TV. Mayapur TV because of the social media is much more accessible to people. A lot of people are more comfortable there. But some people don't like the advertising. They want to be in the devotee environment, so they go and watch on Mayapur TV. Nice. And uh, so we can actually put other. Other temples on if we nowadays want. Nowadays, it's quite simple and easy to put camera. Already, some temple they maybe already have a camera just to mm. link them up. It is, with, yeah. Uh, because I was in Australia, and many temples they already have camera. And yeah. So I think when I'm traveling around, maybe I can request them if we can link yeah. them to your Mayapur TV because we have I think five or six or seven hundred temples around the world. Yeah. So it would be nice to see, I don't say all of yeah. them, it's but nice at least to see them on. it's yeah. beautiful to see the darshan it, of many, many different I, places. Not even, not even. you know, you used to look at the back of the Back to Godhead magazine. It doesn't mean you actually saw the place, but you actually know, oh, I'm a, I feel good. I'm a member of, of a worldwide organization. I can, if I want, I can go to uh, Hawaii and yes. there'll be a, a temple there yes. I'll have some connection with or if I like I can go so I used to like that idea and, and the back to God all. so this is like it, the same sort of thing so even if people aren't watching them it's nice for people to say okay what goes on in this con well you can actually see you don't need to get so, get someone to tell you yes <laughs> have a look and uh, this, is, this is what goes on apart from that I think it's, it's making uh, people feel like we are a big family and it is true yeah. I'm traveling around the world with His Holiness uh, Banaswami and wherever we go we, the people will come on us and they give us accommodation prasadam whatever we need yeah. we got stuff for one year in uh, Gold Coast with, in Australia mm-hmm. and we had nice nice time every day we did so many different programs and I fixed some car and this and that whatever <laughs> but it was a very good time so we have a big family around the yeah. world yeah, one of the things like the Vaishnava connection is bring devotees together. The idea of my poor TV is try to bring the society together a bit, and uh, that's that's the sort of idea of it. Tell uh, me about the future of Mayapur TV. What you envision? Because I know we have to put camera everywhere. We have a big job. We have a mission. But what's your what you see? How we can accomplish this? How we can people put all the family yeah. together? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, well. You don't know how long um, how long the internet's going to be. You don't really know what Christian's going to pull out of the hat next, and where what bends are going to be in in the road. I mean, uh, internet preaching is a lot more dependent on so much technology than printing books. Yeah, we could almost make your own printing press with stuff you got lying around the. But so far, we have it. We have to use it. We have to use it. Yeah, and. it's just develops. It just develops in such ways. Like a few years ago, there was no YouTube yeah. or Facebook. Yes. Now you've got free streaming. It's unbelievable. How can you? How can they possibly afford to store all our videos and stream all our stuff? It's uh, you don't know how they manage to, how it's affordable. Even with advertising, you wonder how do they manage to do that? Because I know how expensive it is to hire uh, servers for Mayapur TV and. Uh, 
keep it all going. So it's, it is a special thing. So I don't know what the future is because the uh, present changes so quickly. And uh, we just, as you, well, you said, have a plan, you have a plan, plan A, B, C, D, up to Z. Actually, I don't know what kind of a plan uh, you have. Keep, I don't keep, know. Keep, uh, <laughs> yeah, try to keep one step ahead of Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to please Krishna whatever way he takes, whatever way he wants. And uh, uh, I, I think the, uh, I, the, the broadcast in Mayapur is, uh, is actually a, uh, because it's in Indian broadcasting, it's got much more natural. Uh, viewership and yes. and in India you can go also on so the the, the actual Mayapur t Mayapur TV broadcast itself is is a like almost a separate thing from the the Mayapur TV thing and the Mayapur TV broadcast itself is we have run cable we can develop cable TV a lot more which is not really the internet because even if the internet stops people can go back to cable TV technology yeah. yes. so it's it's got legs there. I think here in the village we see always these people with the cable everywhere. They're putting cable yeah. everywhere, so it's yeah. it's always a back it's a backfiring type of things technology which can still yes. be used. Yeah. But uh, what about your new studio? The, the, the new studio. Tell us a little bit what you do in this studio because okay. it's a big studio with camera with lights and. Okay. So. The, the big studio. Uh, the big studio was. Uh, was made because of such a successful broadcast with uh, uh, Bhakti Vijay Maharaj. Just in Mayapur, we got this this sort of big studio. So mm -hmm. there's two Mayapur TVs. One is the the Mayapur TV worldwide one, and the other one is sort of like developing the broadcasting from Mayapur. So the studio one, the studio one, we have a very successful broadcast with Bhakti Vijay Maharaj and Padma Mukha Prabhu, Atul Krishna, plus a guest uh, every uh, Sunday night. And uh, they they were coming in and and they get a very big response because pe people you people on YouTube or anything you you only have like two minute videos people's attention span is a lot less yes then you have formal class where people are sort of giving a class for uh, uh, an hour or so and that's uh, quite strenuous for most people uh, and uh, and these discussion groups enable people to interact with each other ask questions interrupt each other talk, tell jokes, and the whole philosophy can be got across in a much more uh, entertaining way. And uh, you can also see people's in interacting and, and uh, all that's going on as well. And also, so we made a set. It's, uh, the set was made uh, to make it look attractive. Like if you go on talk shows like Kapil Sharma or someone like that, yes, yes. then they, they make a very nice job of the set. Whereas previously we just had black curtains behind us, which was okay. Uh, we just thought, well, let's try and just making a nice set with big French windows and curtains and brick walls and sofas and that, and and we got that. So that makes a a a good good set. And also, it it it, it makes people feel um, uh, more focused when they're in that special environment. Okay, I'm I'm in I'm in a studio. I'm actually making a recording, so I'll. And make more of uh, more of an effort, and they, they it does bring out the best in people. So, how people can find you in this only YouTube? Uh, if they look, if they go to uh, the, I think you'll find on the. We're starting an English language one uh, soon, but because this one is in Bengali, we've got two in Hindi. We've got one Hindi on Saturday nights on the Iskon Mayapur Hindi channel. Okay, I think on on Facebook as well. So it's it's called Mayapur Hindi YouTube, and then you can get the uh, those men on the 
Saturday and there's uh, women on the Sunday. So if you go to that channel and look up um, videos or live, look up live, you're able to find those those ones, those discussion groups. And if you go on the ISKCON, uh, ISKCON Bangla, you can get Maharaja's one in uh, there in Bengali. And we need to start a uh, uh, one in English and we're trying to do a children's one as well. I mean, if uh, we manage to do like five... Uh, even one-hour programs a week in there, it's good use of the studio. It'd be good to do that. It'd be nice to do more, but uh, let's see if we can manage those five. One English, two Hindi, one Bengali, and children's one. So here we go. And the one upstairs is for uh, doing interviews and things like that, like you're doing here. Right. We're doing one upstairs. You've got uh, very nice equipment here. I hear you're going to go into doing video podcasts. As well, so, yes. Yeah. Also, we like to put this uh, this studio available for devotees who want to do some uh, good presentations uh, or read some from Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam or whatever, something connected with spirituality. And so everybody's welcome yeah. to read in Mayapur. That's very nice. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, so we go, anyway, so that's, uh, that'll be a, a good asset. And uh, nice. it's a lovely studio, I've got to say. Really Thank nice. you so much. When is it starting? And when you start in your video? Uh, I think within a, a couple of weeks because we have everything. We just set up everything. And Nitin Andaram, who is our architect of all this, is putting it together. I am uh, completely ignorant about the computer and stuff. I'm, I'm more a mechanic, you know me. <clears throat> but I can help. Uh, last, one last question I want to ask you. What is the most appealing sloka in your mind which you're meditating, whether it's Bhagavad Chaitanya Charitamrita or, or Bhagavad Gita, something that you really uh, enjoy remembering and something which cherish your consciousness? Uh, the, the fact that uh, 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 God was good enough to let me uh, see Sula Prabhupada. <laughs> I didn't don't deserve it. <laughs> yes, so thank you. You're very fortunate that you saw Srila Prabhupada. And uh, so are you. Me? <laughs> I saw nothing. In his books, you're here. Uh, you're yes. here. And there's many people who saw him who aren't here. Yeah. So, so that's seeing Srila Prabhupada means you're seeing him now, helping. That's it. I'm not seeing him now, and you're not seeing him now. But, <laughs> but we yeah. see his power. See, and read, and once once you get a, a hold of the books, then uh, yeah, a grasp of the books, you, yeah. In fact, we should study this book all the time because this is amazing. What Prabhupada yeah. uh, put in this book and how much uh, revelation. In fact, sometimes they saw some devotees saw Srila Prabhupada reading, you know, Krishna book or some other book himself. And they say, Prabhupada, why are you reading your own book? You are the one who wrote, you are the author. I say, no, 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 Krishna is the author. I just, via media, and, and just wrote this book. But yeah. It's so nice. Prabhupada was so humble and so transparent. But this book is full of knowledge which can answer all the questions we have in our head and, and find solution to all the problems and create a family where everybody can live happily together. Yeah. So I'd like to thank you so much, Antar Prabhu. And uh, I hope to be able to help you in whatever possible way. And uh, there is any message you'd like to give to the people or our audience today? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the message is uh, uh, all you have to do to, uh, to Sri Srila Prabhupada is actually read his books. You find something and uh, 
just uh, you got to take a little bit of time to open your mind, not be like me, a, a religious bigot, and uh, open your mind to the oldest spiritual tradition in the world by far that has stayed in its original text and original words for the last many, many thousands of years. And now you can read it in its original English because Prabhat's translations are all directly coming from Krishna. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Shri Prabhupada Ki. Thank you, Antar Prabhu. Thank you again. You're listening to Radio Mayapur with the best devotional, meditation, kirtan music, and inspirational podcast. This is Radio Mayapur. <laughs>